Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah. It's great to have you here and get your popcorn ready because uh, it's when we get to meet with our friend Tom Korski over at Black Locks Reporter. Hello there. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, are you on um, Greg Fergus' watch? Can you give us, uh, is like, what, like, should we expect white smoke, black smoke? Like, what happens? Uh, passed. A uh, motion to have the House Affairs Committee investigation passed uh, without dissent. And the committee will take a look at this. My two cents, Alex, uh, Speaker Fergus is now uh, compromised, whether he wants to hang around for the pension or not. He is diminished by his uh, actions, which were uh, overt partisanship. Uh, you, We discussed this earlier. You cannot be hanging with your liberal party buddies and then pretend to be objective in ruling. Then you ruling. went down to Washington. Like, you haven't learned exactly. your lesson? Like, just shut up. No, no. <laughs> like, why are you um, there, first of all? But just shut I, up. Exactly. Um, but So there's going to be this completely humiliating exercise of a House Affairs Committee, and, and the questions are going to be things like, Hey Fergus, what were you thinking? Is what's wrong with you, Fergus? That sort of thing. Give only fans page and robes. And and so if um, <laughs> you know, I'm not his life coach. <laughs> if, if you had any self respect, you'd say, "I booted it. Good night and good luck, everybody. Get another speaker." But of course, they quitting is the hardest thing to do. It certainly is, but it would make for the shortest speaker, I think. I mean, I, I, where's Rhoda? Has anyone checked on him? Anthony, he he votes uh, remotely now. He does. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, it's a North Bay Christmas for Tony Rota. Yeah. Well, he might have to show up. He might have to show up if uh, Polyev gets his way. So he might have, he might have. Well, he can vote from home, I guess. Nonetheless, um, I want to talk about this uh, need for a federal task force to protect religious freedoms. Is that where we are, Tom? In this country, we yeah. now in the year twenty twenty three need a um, task force to make sure that you know. You can't go around on the streets and yell that you want to kill Jews or whatever else might be your hate. This is important, Alex. The uh, Commons Justice Committee unanimously adopting a shotgun motion. What I mean by that is there was no no nonsense. Uh, the motion was dropped uh, on short notice. It was passed unanimously. It was reported to the House last night, and it compels Cabinet to take action. Now, you say, well, that's a committee report. No, no, it, 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 it carries some weight. And the report said exactly what you mentioned. Uh, we need a federal task force. Implicit in the report is that there's been a lot of failures here. You, you think? We have, we're supposed to have a, an ambassador on anti-Semitism. We're supposed to have a special representative on Islamophobia. We're supposed to have the Christmas haters over at the Canadian Human Rights Commission. We have all these institutions that have been completely useless. MPs are upset. They're getting it from their constituents. My opinion 
Middle Canada has been absolutely repulsed by the things that have gone on, that little Jewish kids should be able to light a menorah without someone giving them a hard time. And that's why that came out of committee uh, with a unanimous vote and well, cabinet inexplicable. Well, we know it's politics. They're not getting on this, Alex. Well, they're not going to. No, they're not. It's too late. It's all been normalized. So shame on all of them. I don't think. I don't think you can ever actually undo the damage of this. It's like I totally understand Tom now what they meant when it was like none is too many. I'm like, of course they came to that. Now I understand they'd still give the same answer in 2023. Having said all that. Uh, we have the anti-hate network, which is a uh, missing with the dodo bird. Like we've got all these things we give money to and they're not fighting any hate. Yeah, I, I, I say, though, Alex, I don't think it's entirely hopeless. I think something did change indelibly. You know, when this motion was coming out of committee, there was it was a conservative motion, but there was Anthony Housefather from Mount Royal, Quebec, used to be liberal chair of the Justice Committee. He said, you know what? He said, I don't think this motion goes far enough. He said, I want this task force to take a look at what's happening at our universities. Well, to which Middle Canada would say, and how? Yeah. You know, I think people have been shocked at the raw bigotry expressed by our betters, the most learned scholars, the most esteemed university faculty members, the the most... Honestly, the ones getting arrested, throwing blow, you know, red paint on Heather Reisman's business. Honestly, honestly, Alex. So I don't think, I don't think this is new to the Jewish community. It's new to everyone else who had the vague understanding of Mideast politics, and they're repulsed by it. That's why this is this committee report's coming out, and that's why cabinet is going to be apparently dragged kicking and screaming to have to confront the fact you have a serious anti-Semitism problem. And this is not by truck drivers. Yeah, none. Imagine that. Exactly. This is the cream of the cream. This this is the intelligentsia of our country. Yeah. Um, And it's certainly permeating in in the prime minister's own province. Boy, oh boy. And you just never see him say anything. But boy, oh boy, you have a truck and you honk. Do not open a bank account. It's just the craziest thing. Having said all this, so is the next one. Because... I thought, I thought stupidly, Tom, that the CMHC, which we give all this money for, you know, they're in charge of making sure that, that we know how many houses we need. They predicted, oh, we need 3.5 million. They've been ringing the alarms that we need 3.5 million homes. And, oh, by, by the way, they don't have a plan. How do they this not is, have a plan? <laughs> this, is, this is gold. Senate National Finance Committee, there's a senator there. Remember this name. Her name is Elizabeth Marshall. She used to be provincial auditor for Newfoundland and Labrador, so she understands arithmetic. Very shrewd and probative questioner. And here is the chief executive officer of the federal insurer, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, testifying on this, this amazing housing program, and we're, we need 3.5 million homes. That's the only way we're going to restore affordability, says CMHC. But anyone, you and I have talked about this, anyone who's done the arithmetic, the, just look at the at the plain numbers will convince themselves of what is obviously true this is fantasy land alex they could not build 3.5 million homes by the end of the decade even if they brought in Chairman Mao as housing minister and he wanted to commandeer a portion of the workforce. It's impossible. It is literally impossible. Well, 
Finally, Mrs. Bowers, chief executive officer of CMHC, admits it. Senator Marshall asks, okay, you say three and a half million homes. What, what, what is the plan? And she said, quote, unquote, no, there is no plan. Am I hearing you correctly, said Senator Marshall? So you're saying there's no plan. And yeah. CMHC says, yeah, no, there's no plan. But Sean Fraser is a very good communicator. He's a talker. That man could talk the leaves off a tree, and he will stand on any street corner and talk to you for 45 minutes about his amazing phantom plan. Yeah. Well, and people, I don't think they're listening. I don't, I don't think they're listening. But oh, that, Alex, yeah. this is almost cruel. If, if you are an ordinary person who can't even forget about building up equity in a modest bungalow, you can't even get arrested in the housing market. And if you take the Minister of Housing at his word, you see these incredible yeah. announcements with the Minister of Housing posing in a hard hat when he's never worn a hard hat in his life and it looks completely natural. <laughs> it, it's like putting a hard hat on a mannequin. And the words that man says are so beautiful bring tears to your eyes well if you're waiting for that guy to (laughs) turn the housing market around you're going to be sleeping in a tent for a long time well maybe you can play his words beside you while you try to sleep i gotta fit this one in because i'm beginning to wonder if any of these people actually understand and what their ministry does uh minister randy boisano the um Employment minister. Oh, yeah. Like, they had already failed audits on inspections Shame. of migrant labor. And, they, and, and again, none. So we've got we've got migrant workers coming and being abused, being trafficked, and all the rest of it. They're not even pretending to do inspections? Shame on them. Uh, Randy Boissonneau, exactly, Minister of Employment from Edmonton. Uh, back in, five years ago, they were busted for faking inspections of temporary foreign workers. And this is just basic enforcement of federal labor standards. Anyone who runs a restaurant knows what an inspection means. Well, you will be surprised to learn that if you hire migrant workers, their idea of an inspection was to check the paperwork and send you an email. That's what the auditors found out in 2017. They busted it well, uh, Alex. The employment department managers who went to committee, of course, they asked for more money. They said, oh, this is a shocking. I'm shocked. Here we find they lied the whole yeah. time. Here we are five years later, number of inspections that are random, in person, on location, without an appointment, not an email, 7%. Yeah. 93% are fake. Shame on them. Absolutely. Shame on them. All right. I got to go. I got to go, Tom. You have a great weekend. Thanks, Alex. We'll talk again. Shame on them.